Shalom, I am Abraham Eisenman and welcome to my podcast. Shalom Aleichem, in this podcast we clarify the concept of time, the past, future and how to live in our present. So what is the present? Accordingly to the dictionary, the present is what is in front or in the presence of someone the instant in which it happens, the current moment, the now. However, some people define the present as this instant or the fine line joining the past and future. In other words, as something that does not exist. Without going too deep into a discussion of form, but getting into some depth, we recognize the present as something broader than simply the line joining past and future, something related to the now, our life right at this moment, in the period we live in. We must live considering the present the only thing we have now. The past can't be relieved, it is already dead, and the future hasn't come yet. The past and the future don't exist, only memories or promises. One important question for managing spirituality is what do the past and the future have to do with the present? The answer is simply that the experiences of the past and those of the future are products of our ego. Because, as we have said before, desires can present as a function of time. I will cite some ideas which can also support us in understanding the spiritual model discussed in the book Spiritual DNA. Immunity to the past and future. We must live in our present and be immune to fantasies that stem from the past or the future. In general, people live the present with thoughts feelings, emotions, or traces of the past. And we can ask ourselves, what do these experiences have to do with a person's ego? The answer is simple. A person's ego shines in the present when we compare a past experience or feeling which can influence us so much that it keeps us from having the chance to truly and objectively evaluate the present. The ego fits on comparison to past experiences. If we neutralize our egos to an extent that allows us to awaken and or acquire characteristics of the Creator in ourselves, we will be able to live in the present consciously, peacefully and happy with whatever the moment brings. For example, if someone did something and felt sadness, frustration, or fear. As a result, the person will compare that experience with what could happen if they do the same activity in the present. Obviously, between fear and not fear, a person will choose not fear every time. Choosing not fear is simply focusing in the past to avoid it, without paying attention to the present and the current facts to choose freely. 
independent of the fear felt the first time. Present activity is conditioned by the fear of repeating unpleasant past experiences. The opposite is also true. If a person experienced happiness or security, the person compares that experiences with what might happen again without taking into account the current condition may be different. We should be clear that the past itself isn't a negative thing. On the contrary, the past gives us important historical facts, information fundamental to understanding the present and planning the future. However, this information should be observed and analyzed objectively. As we know, those who don't understand the past are condemned to repeat it. The past provides extra information to help process present facts and thereby resolve situation in the best possible way. Living constantly thinking of the future or the past keep us from being here, in the present, from being conscious of the unique reality we have, from being able to live happy and satisfied with what we have. We must live like artists, creating in our souls, without thoughts, without time or mind, but in a peace and serenity. Unfortunately, many people spend years waiting for a better future or stuck in a motionless past. Now I want to talk briefly about emotional intelligence. According to Wikipedia, emotional intelligence is what allows us to be aware of our emotions and understand our feelings correctly. To live in the present and be immune to the past and the future, we must have adequate emotional intelligence. If we make decisions in cold blood, analyzing the pros and cons clearly, we will obtain better results. Being conscious of the moment without thoughts anchored in the past or in the future help us to analyze the different possibilities in order to be able to apply the correct solutions. Blame, regrets, resentments, complaints, sadness, bitterness, shame, affection, pity are all feelings caused by thinking of the past causes that generate them. Sometimes we are offended by someone who has done us wrong. In these cases, forgiveness in the present is much more important than past forgiveness because it means internalizing it in the full consciousness of the moment. This emotional maturity or intelligence help us to begin develop the characteristics need to establish a spiritual system with little interference. Emotions are mental reactions. We must learn to observe our emotions and thoughts to avoid being controlled by them. Emotion is a pattern of thoughts charged with energy and with the power to control us, displacing our consciousness of the present and making us lose our tranquil contemplation of the now. Emotion opens the doors to invading thoughts carrying long-exist past occurrences or illusionary futures. Sometimes, even life seems senseless. 
We all go through times when depression taints life's meaning. Our mind collapses and senselessness takes over. We can call this madness or unconsciousness. Over time, many people turn negative due to the accumulation of psychological experiences. When a new opportunity comes in the present, they don't fully enjoy the situation because, sadly, they put up a certain possibly baseless resistance. The same thing happens with the future. A person's worried or distracted by a result of a decision which they won't know for a few days is letting their ego take control of their mind, leaving them without space to live in the present. The present should remain free of a future which hasn't yet happened because they will know the answer in a few days. There is no way to know it earlier. This doesn't preclude planning, making decisions, or taking action to prevent possible future situations. Indeed, it is advisable and necessary to plan future actions based on present facts. Feelings of fear, anxiety, tension, stress, or worry are caused by thinking about the future denying the present, which is the only thing that really exists. For example, if we are invited to think that the future will be better, ideas like my boss promises me the next year I will get a rise should be analyzed in the serenity of the now because they are events that haven't happened yet. Feeling good about an activity still to come is to deny the present and take shelter in an uncertain future. Emotional intelligence is an indispensable requirement for evaluating a promise. It is possible that the future will come together, but no claim about the future can be true now. It may happen, it may not. There is no way to know. In spirituality, it is explained that time does not exist. The Kabbalah explains that the term time does not exist in spirituality. Here we will try to explain this abstract concept. We refer to the distance between quotes, between the point we are at currently in our spiritual development and the point where the Creator is as time. We can recognize as a distance the space between where we are spiritually and where we should be the Creator. Eventually, at the end of our spiritual correction, we join the Creator. This means we have reached the same spiritual level as the essence of the Creator, the end of our correction of our soul, where there is a balance or equivalence of form, a concept we already learned. Therefore, time does not exist. It is an illusion, because we may achieve the Creator's characteristics of influence at any time. Still being unprepared to openly and continually influence those around us is what creates the impression of time. It is the time left for us to act and to come 
to our full power of influence like the Creator. How long does humanity need to come out of exile and reach a state of perpetual revealed light? As we already mentioned, neither time nor space exist. We can reach a balance of spiritual forces at any time. The meeting point is when the dualities join together, becoming a single, different, all-powerful entity. For example, happiness and unhappiness are actually one and will join in the end into a single point. We only see the illusion of time that separates us, that is, the time that delays us in going from being unsatisfied to being satisfied, or the distance that separates unhappiness from happiness. Thank you very much. The podcast was made by Abraham Eisenman, author of the book Spiritual DNA, a Method for Spiritual Enlightenment. Website www.abrahameisenman.com